pipe store and tobacco shop. What? Did um, he open a new business again? He, did he say something to you? Ooh. Brad? Oh, you just pulled that out of your no, rear end. I'm just making that up. Oh. Why is he opening one? Well, just... <laughs> <laughs> tobacco stores are losing proposition. No, it ain't. <laughs> it ain't tobacco. Oh, no. He wants to go to <laughs> Why do you think they call it? I don't it know that that's public knowledge. Like a wish. That's down a well. That's I was trying to s- stop him from talking because I thought maybe Mike said something. <laughs> oh, boy. What's that? Oh. Why do you keep turning my fucking microphone on? We're on the uh, town council, sir. Well, then. Where is he? He's in town. He, we don't know why. He's, he's next to Joe. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh huh. Oh, oh, I see. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Ken, are, yeah. Ken, are you ready a for a pair your of ads? choppers? Or do you know what? a pair of choppers? Yeah. You get your hair cut. <laughs> You're waiting, <laughs> aren't you? You're waiting. <laughs> It's all filled with ricey notes, too. One page left of this one. Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Store. Oh, I didn't put a pen in my pocket. Here, do you need one? Not one of yours. I need a government issued pen, not one of those. I need to have two pencils. Good luck finding one in here. I got a pencil. Got lots of pencils. I'm not going to let look, you use it. Look, I got double pencils. I like pencils. Double. I, I like, like pencils. You. Yes, I do. <laughs> can't yes, I do. Gets logged in. Well, you know what? I'm getting a little tired of that. Well, then. Hey, Rook. It's, we can't it's still start early. until you log in. Hurry up. I don't care anymore. <laughs> we did that years uh, ago on the radio. We did a whole show about it. that song. No, it was before the song was released. Oh, we just we don't. I don't care. We have to care. No, I don't care. No, we have to care. I don't care. Burr, 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 burr. Do you realize that song is fourteen years old? I was is that just thinking possible. I was just yep. thinking. I think it was oh nine, right when it came. Yes. Out. Oh my God! I the only reason oh. I remember that is when we started playing it on gl oh, yeah. that's okay. back when i had a Rook, social life when i do Eckberg glamours yeah. don't buckets. say anything uh o'brien thinks i've taken too many liberties with it they didn't say anything just o'brien's just we're on the council we're on the council please I thank you care. i do I don't care I he doesn't care anymore you know you guys i wish you understood how much Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We Chris, I understand. Only, Thanks, John. Only Kenny has behaved poorly. Kenny's the only one that's been good. good. Hey, Except wait a minute! I've been good. John's been okay. <laughs> I've been good. John's in a good mood because good good moves. John's good in moves? a good mood because Tucker got fired. <laughs> I don't Tucker don't care anymore. <laughs> got a lot of uh, text during that one little incident where people said I was just. I've never, never once did I see a show. I didn't watch the show. I would only see clips that would surface. I never um, watched his show. Social media. 
I don't really watch any of that. I, I got a neighbor that watched him religiously. Really? Religiously. Well, I told you about my buddy. The, yeah, you had a buddy that kids his kids call would him call. Every time Tucker's on. Therefore, since <laughs> I haven't watched Tucker, I don't have an opinion on Tucker. I'm not sure. I, I don't, don't base know. my opinion on what the left tells me. Kenny seems crabby. I base my Looking opinion. at you. Kenny seems crabby. He can't hear you. He I don't care anymore. John's ripping you. I can hear <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. You didn't have your headphones. Where's on. Rook? In a safety meeting. He went to get uh, lunch. We're starting the show without him. Right. I got Pat lingering around here. Lingering. Right. When you turn it upside down, the girls. All right, you ready? Joe. Is it a Schlitz one? Yeah. Yeah, ready? I got that one. Too. Bradaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1063, April 24th, 2023. 84 degrees on this day in 1962, 24 degrees on this day in 1975. And even though White Bear and Minnetonka are open, many of the lakes in northern Minnesota are still anticipating breakup. And you fishermen want to get ready with Ripple Lip. Anglers, Ripple Lip. Provides instructions to set up, tweak, and dial in your Hummingbird, Garmin, or Lowrance Marine Electronics through an app. Go to RippleLipUniversity.com for details. It sounds pretty cool. You can coordinate all the devices. Minnetonka went out on this day in 1924, 1996, 2014. And White Bear went out on this day in 1996 which means back in 1996, kids could start celebrating the advent of swimming. And they were bugging their parents to keep that beach free of weeds and algae with the products from Aquaside. Aquaside has been maintaining Great Lake Shores for more than 60 years with a complete line of lake and pond control products that take care of anything from weeds to algae. The products are quick, they're easy to use, they're safe, there's no need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer call aquaside today they'll help you identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long call aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to aquaside.com and now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of spoon lake it's garage logic with chris reavers manning technology corner kenny olson from the crabby coffee shop John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushi. Two leaving and one arriving. Tucker Carlson was canned. Don Lemon was canned. Those are the two leaving. Okay. Kim Potter is arriving back into the world. She was released from prison this morning. Is this an amateur link? No. Oh. Kim Potter was released today at 4 a.m. And I'm thankful that she was released. I hope she can have a life she can put back together. She uh -huh. made a terrible mistake. Mm -hmm. And she paid for it much longer than all of the youth who steal cars and run into people. Yeah, they didn't make uh, a big deal about the fact that he, Dante Wright, killed a guy, shot right. him in the head. Right. Uh, and I saw the media again and again uh, referring to Kim as Dante Wright's killer released. Right. 
How yeah, about the before and after? That's uh, yeah. When is the last time you saw a before tough. and after picture of someone in jail? That's a great question. I When's the I last time the stories contained the conditions of the release of the one released? Never. Must maintain contact. Must submit to unannounced visits. That actually now, happens a, a lot. Pardon? That actually happens a lot. It might happen a lot, John, but do you ever if see it's this a, printed in the news? Yeah, if it's a person of whatever, newsworthiness. I don't. I have ne- I've been in the business a long time. I've never seen I'll, the I'll find you something. You continue with the show, okay? Find me a story <laughs> of a released prisoner where it's the story is accompanied by the conditions of the release. Okay. I'm I'm entirely aware that there are conditions for release. Yeah, yeah. If it's a newsworthy person, what's your point? I, I don't a, get your point because I, I, I'm with John. She she, she she is being made continues to be made an example of as an evil white police officer. Must refrain from purchasing or controlling a firearm. Okay, on and on and on. I I you're not going to find one. You're not going to find the story How much? of a prisoner. Just do it, John. You're so smart. Let's see you pull it off. 500? Yep. Franks. 500 pennies. Okay. (laughs) Wheat pennies. Boy, you guys are crabby today. Uh How do you defend that? (laughs) Tucker Carlson got canned. Uh, I don't know why why he wouldn't. Uh, I guess the only thing that's shocking about it is that why would Fox suddenly decide to can him now they've known he's a liar well it's because of the 700 million dollar yeah, it's too late they still have to pay that i mean he's there would this be they were able to do it with cause and thus then ha- not having to pay his i have no idea pay out his remaining contract and lemon got canned because he's just an idiot <laughs> there's no redeeming qualities about lemon he's an incompetent partisan fool well, so is Dr. Carlson, for that matter. Uh, it wouldn't be nice if this was just the beginning. Yeah. All I needed to know was off air. Those guys all thought Trump was a moron. And on the air, they defended every word he ever said or did. The hell with him. Fire him. Get rid of him. I don't know where he can land on his feet. It'll say, be, uh... it'll say a lot of bad things about quote unquote journalism if he gets another gig. He's already established what he is. He's a hooker. He'll uh, he'll be okay. Hopefully he's he socks some away. He's, huh? Well, he's got a massive audience. Well, I'm I'm really to... worried about him. Yeah, I, I hope he's okay. okay. <laughs> Good. Jeez. I can wait all day. Heights ever going to find that? I'll find plenty. I'm well, trying you, to think. You're not going to, room. John. It's not common. It's, it's not at all common. I bet I could go back in my news file and find it in my scripts of prisoners that's happened to. Well, and that I've read on the air. You let me know. Okay. Uh, Tucker's last program was Friday. And uh, I don't know what they're doing tonight. Rotating. I don't, what do I care? I've never watched Tucker Carlson. <clears throat> but I have a good friend whose kids would always call him during Tucker Carlson just so he couldn't watch it. Hey, how's it going, Dad? Hey, he hey, uh, fine. What do you need? He wouldn't pick up on that and maybe not answer the phone. Ah, uh, they probably figured it out. Yeah. Well, how is everybody? Well, I was asking you the same thing. I came in uh, full of optimism, and now yeah, happy to see Kenny in studio. And that was in a good mood until 
Well, there's no reason to be in a bad mood just because you're wrong <laughs> about finding some. I've read a lot of stories about people who got released from prison. I never saw the accompanying provisions. Never in my life have I seen to be I, as though the reader needs to be reminded that this woman is so evil and so callous and so unglued that these are the things we're warning her not to do. B as in B, S as in S. Uh, I hope she doesn't live in Minnesota. I hope she just it goes away. In, if you continue life. to read the story, you'd see that she'd uh, be in Wisconsin is where Good. the conditions must be met. But apparently he didn't read to the end. Well, that's why he's never seen the conditions. Exactly. <laughs> that we've all seen. And now the whole show is getting hung up on this. I'm not getting hung a little up on it. bit of minutia. Minutia. Uh... Yeah, move to Wisconsin where she will serve the remainder of her sentence under supervised release. I'm glad she's not going to live in Minnesota. I hope they have some life plan where she can find some sort of uh, peace. The woman didn't intend to uh, kill Dante Wright. And even the judge who we doubted came to realize that. Uh, after more than a year of community engagement and anti-displacement efforts, a key, group of, a key group of business owners is publicly opposing a plan that could send light rail trains down West Broadway. For what reason? Public transportation. Yeah. They want to expand the blue line. Wow. That's a Crystal, Robbinsdale, and Brooklyn Park. But, you're, but you know what you got on your hands here? Another Rondo Avenue situation. Why are you going to tear up that black business corridor? The business owners don't want don't want it. Well, that doesn't. Why matter. are we constantly subjected to the politicians who don't govern? Joe. They manage Joe, us. Oh, Joe, Joe, they don't know what they want. We're providing for them. We're helping. Crystal Porter, executive director of the West Broadway Business and Area Coalition, says opposition to the project is unanimous. She had a meeting with 28 of her members. The opposition is unanimous. Oh, they don't know. Who here wants light rail to come down West Broadway? Not one <laughs> hand was raised, Porter said. In an open letter posted to the website of the business group, the group outlined six points of opposition to the Blue Line Extension Light Rail Transit Project. Among the chief concerns is the displacement of Black-owned businesses in what has been defined as a cultural corridor, as well as undefined, poorly commuted impact of existing buildings. Well, then don't do it. They, you, the people who pay for this and you work for, they don't want it. Back off. The people of Summit Avenue don't want elevated bike lanes. Right. Go away. What? I've been a staple in this community right here in this same location for 25 years. I'm very concerned, said owner Dr. Sharon Cook. If they give me a relocation package, if they offer to build me a building double this size, you know there are things that are more important. <clears throat> the Metropolitan Council declined. They're unelected, by the way. The Metropolitan Council declined a, a five uh, news investigation request to interview the chair, Charlie Zell about opposition to the project. Maybe he was too busy wondering how they screwed up the extension of light rail out to Eden Prairie so bad that condos are falling apart. Uh, an alternative to put the tracks one block to the north on 21st Avenue is still on the table. We look forward to continue 
uh, ongoing work with members of the West Broadway Area and Business Coalition, as well as business. Well, then listen to them. There's no work to continue. They don't want it. They pay the taxes there. They live there. They run their businesses there. That's my question. How much are they going to spend and how much have they already spent studying this? That's a great point. Maybe this story has that. I don't know. I saved this from uh, late last week because it, it got stuck in my craw. It's another Rondo situation. And you have a chance now to do the right thing. Back when Rondo was ripped up for the freeway, there wasn't anybody around that would do the right things. They didn't know what the right thing was. I was just going to say, what is the right thing? The right thing is to listen to these business owners and avoid displacing them and tearing up their neighborhood the way it was done for Rondo. Why can't they see that now? Because they're idiots. Okay, thank you. Right to the point. Uh, because the 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 virtuousness of this bleeping light rail is overwhelming. It's just another crime uh, okay, waiting to be committed. Okay, but are they going to do it right, though? Are they going to make it where you have to go through a turnstile? Obviously, adjustments need to be made because right now it's just walk on and ride and you're not paying. No, uh, I want turnstiles and elevated equity. platforms. Equity. They can't pay. Ah, uh, okay. they can't. They, they get the free ride. Got yeah. Uh, Metro Transit does not have a specific date for finalizing the route of the Blue Line Extension project, but the agency targeted winter 2023, spring 2024 for selecting a preferred option and obtaining formal consent of the cities through which the light rail will run. You got Dr. Cook on board here, her husband, Bishop Larry Cook. The stakes have never been higher. They have a dance studio. The couple also runs a church, a barbershop, and a gas station on the same block. Wow. Have some compassion. Put yourself in that situation. Remember that we do mean a lot to this community. Yeah, listen to them. Who has the power to stop Metro Transit? You would think the business owner should have the power. Well, It's who, their property. But we all know that they who don't. Who do they answer to? Exactly. They, they don't. don't. Their government's appointed. Well, then there are the, Walls people. Then Walls could step in if he had any balls. Well, he doesn't have any. He's smooth down there, mm -hmm. like Ken doll. Well, <laughs> Jesus, kind God of helped me. Kind of, yes, Walls doll. Uh, Maybe he had gender affirming care. I just, I kept oh. this from late last week. I just wanted to get it off my chest. You have a chance now to not commit another Rondo mortal sin. Why don't you not commit the sin? Well, they, there the, won't there come back be that this is. All money that comes from federal subsidy. It doesn't make any difference. The decision-making power is local. All right. Even with all okay. the mistakes and setbacks they've been met with on the Southwest rail line, they're still forging ahead. Somebody sent me an email. I haven't seen it. Apparently, KMSP, which is Channel 9. Yeah. Thank you. They uh, they show their, their uh, news anchors and weather people and whatnot riding to work on the train. And apparently that, but, you but know, I'm so old. I remember when I brought that up on this show. I don't remember you bringing it up. <laughs> I know. No one ever listens well, when to When did me. you bring it up? <laughs> when it first debuted about six months ago. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. I'm going to remember six months <laughs> ago when you brought that up. It's a promotion. My, my dimmer switch is sliding up. <laughs> my light bulb's fully lit. Joe, the train doesn't run by Channel Time. Oh, they're in Eden Prairie. Yeah. Their offices are Eden Prairie. Yeah. And apparently the train cars are full of extras. Right. Probably people reading the New York Times. Oh, sure. Like in, their defense, in their defense, it's a redo of an ad they did several years ago when light rail first 
Was Kendall on? Is Kendall? Yes. On? Oh well, then I'm in favor. Me of it. too. Because yeah. <laughs> Kendall's awesome. Fine one. I didn't, but uh, okay. I'm just going to give up at this point and wait yeah. till a story comes out with that, and then I'll let you know about it. How's All right. It? All right. You, seriously, mark so it on your little post-it note. There. I will. Don't like worry. the wild. You just caved. You had a power play. You yeah. caved. Yeah, I'll pretty get much. Into this with Patrick. It's Monday. Power yeah. play is not efficient. Got it's a bad power play. Tighten up. They're too. They're too concerned with moving the puck around and waiting for just the perfect 100% shot. That doesn't exist. Shoot the damn thing. (laughs) A guy kicked back in his easy chair watching the hockey game shouldn't have to yell at the TV. Right. That was despicable. I was around people who were yelling. Shoot the puck. Did you go upset? Did you go full on letter, Kenny? Uh, I only if I would if it would have been there, I would have shot holes in the TV. I was so mad. (laughs) Nothing good happens going from sideboard to sideboard to point to point to sideboard to sideboard to point to point. Get it in the middle, throw it on the net. It might bounce off somebody's butt. And when they do decide to shoot the puck, it's from the blue line, and there's nobody there to deflect it in. Mm -hmm. What the hell? Let's go. Uh, And you can't really score very often from behind the net on a power play. Unless you do that trick. Well, only Gretzky I knew did that. I've seen him do it. Didn't that kid from Michigan? I've seen him. Win the game? Yeah, don't bring that up. I've seen him do it. You've seen him? I've seen him. (laughs) Well, we were talking about businesses trying to fight off the uh, extension of a new light rail line. All businesses have their concerns, and Eckberg Lammers is helping. You is there to help you with your business planning, your succession planning, for example. That should be considered at the start of your business and revisited throughout the life of business, not just uh, when someone decides to sell or retire. This is particularly true of family businesses where the different children might have different interests. If you own a business and you want to make sure the value you've built in isn't lost to your family, or your partners, or whoever you work with, you can rely on Eckberg Lammers to straighten that out. You need a plan in place to make sure someone committed to your family's interests or your partner's interests is able to set up and manage the company, protect the business relationships that have been made, and make sure what you build is not lost after you're gone. Keep the family business in the family. Eckberg Lammers will assist you with your succession planning. Uh, and you're all you're doing is you're helping to ensure the future, a successful long future after you step away. Call Eckberg Lammers at 651-439-2878 or visit EckbergLammers.com. Can you turn that camera so I'm out of the picture? Like a wish down a well, it's a long, bloody hell. Right? Yeah. Perfect. Thank you, Chris. on my fat belly. I must have gained five pounds this weekend. John, remember when uh, we were looking up to see if... uh, Lee Finky had a newsletter. Yes. And we got into the opponent, Trace Johnson. Yes. Uh, her opponent was Trace Johnson, a Republican. 
Mm-hmm. And didn't she get 80% of the vote? She got 80. Yeah. 82 was 82 to 17 with 1%. Yeah. I'm calling him this afternoon. The more I think about that is I wonder if her entire campaign was funded and orchestrated by outsiders. How could that be that she, well, they both are unknowns, for example, mm-hmm. Finky and, and, and trace were complete unknowns. How did one unknown get 85% of the vote? That's a good point. What happened there? You're saying bought and paid for. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Hmm. I think you can look that up, can't you? And she's only there for one reason. To bleep us. <laughs> Is that Bill Haller? Yeah. Bill Haller and Earl Weaver. Yeah. yeah. Neither of them are with us. No. That's <laughs> yeah, still the best. Ouch. What are you getting the Hall of Fame for? Bleeping up a World Series? Don't think I won't. I wonder if he did. Did he who's notify the, the office? Who's the twins player that got hit on the mouth? That's uh, your Farmer. guy, Kyle Farmer. Farmer. Els, have you have you heard this name? Elspeth? E-L. Yes. Pronounce it. Elspeth. Elspeth. Mm-hmm. All right. Where are you reading it? Elspeth. I'm reading it right here in my. I know why have I? Why do yeah. I know? What's it? What's the story? It's none of your business. Oh. Hey Ken, did I give you your ads? No, DK, and I need four DKs. This you really week. have to have your science experience. Oh, I love this. Pro this turf, right into my Yeti. Tri-state and moon. Moon river. Well, are we ready? We're waiting. Okay, rolling. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. Big doings coming up in Monticello for three days. Moon Motorsports will be the center of Minnesota Power Sports fun. Ground zero for fun. Don't miss out on four huge events all in one weekend. Moon's open house, a tent sale, demo days. That's Friday and Saturday, May 5th and 6th. And then on Sunday, May 7th, Moon Motorsports is hosting legendary travel writer making her first appearance in years El- elspeth with beard i couldn't i couldn't get through it. Practice. i couldn't get yeah. through <laughs> El- elspeth beard uh this is a big 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 power sports event uh it's one of the biggest weekends of the year featuring the steepest store-wide savings an awesome selection of demo machines for you to try out the widest selection of clearance merchandise all under one giant tent and then exciting storytelling and a presentation from one of the most epic motorcycle journeys ever. You can find out all the deals, uh, details at moonmotorsports.com. Mark it down, save the date, alert your buddies. The weekend of May 5th through the 7th is going to be a giant three-day party at Moon Motorsports in Monticello, south side of 94, just west of 25. All events free at Moon Motorsports. They are our ATV side by side and adventure motorcycle brand leader. Are you aware of a road project on Bryant Avenue South in Minneapolis? Oh, yeah. <laughs> From about well, Lake Street to the Parkway, for example. That's sizable. Uh, so that's a north south situation. Sure. Bryant Avenue. Uh, it made the front page of today's Minneapolis paper. Uh, and it's very puzzling because. 
the whole project is really fouled up. Hmm. And so many people had to sign off on it. How, how could this have happened? It's a $27 million project. What's gone wrong? Uh, well, it's a bold and transformational reconstruction, Matt. Okay. <laughs> Usually when that's that. in there, that means bikes. <clears throat> Got it. And uh, it's turning out to be completely wrong. It's a bike and pedestrian friendly project, half of which was completed last year. But it's resulted in the street now too narrow for fire trucks, snow plows, and garbage trucks. And it prevents people from going into their driveway if their driveway happened to be on the street. <laughs> okay. And Bryant was already tight, very tight. Now Minneapolis city officials are scrambling to come up with new engineering plans. I suppose they'll have to come up with another $27 million Sure. Too. What? <laughs> At a series of public meetings, city officials apologized for the problems and rolled out a new design uh, for the stretch now under construction. They explained that they're not yet sure what they'll do about the stuff they've already completed. Wow. We missed this one. Public Works Director Margaret Anderson Keller here told that, a city that council was a meeting. Quote, yeah. uh -huh. We missed this one. That's ah, yep. just a street. I mean, it just runs from yeah. Lake Street to the Parkway. It, it almost would have been better if she would have said, "Our bad." Yeah, my, the casual my bad. Public Works Administrator. <laughs> wow. Does this fall under the "you had one job"? Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that one job when you're doing streets be to make sure a fire truck could get down the street? That should be. Right up there, one or two. I would think yeah, a fire so truck's one. right up there. Two. Um, At least two. What about the bikes, Joe? Can the bikes? No, I put the bikes below a fire truck. Oh. I have a question. <laughs> um, that's under normal circumstances, right? In what sense? Well, is Margaret Anderson Dash Kelleher aware that, you know, six months out of the year, we get some snow and uh, sometimes those curbs go from right here to about right here? Yeah. Well, like Kenny says, you were working with a tight street to begin with. Wow. And now. No, you've got it. So I don't, you know, if the garbage, I'll give you garbage trucks. Yeah, figure something else out. But a fire truck doesn't fit down the street. How about an electric fire truck? We missed this one. Public Works Director Margaret Anderson Keller here said she doesn't Whoops. have a dash there. She doesn't have a dash. Well, I thought there was a dash. No. Oh. Uh, she's referring to how a host of city departments, including fire and emergency, apparently signed off on this. They agreed in 2021 to a design they thought would work until it didn't. <laughs> the $27.6 million project aimed to completely rebuild and even reinvent. That's the problem. Here we go. Too many early, too many of your lefties are in the reimagination yeah, business. Reinventing. They're trying to reimagine stuff that works. They're trying to fix stuff that isn't broke. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> If it ain't broke, break it and fix then we'll the fix hell it. out of it. Yeah. $27.6 million project aimed to completely reinvent and rebuild the two-mile stretch of Bryant South between Lake and 50th, which is what? That's a block shy of the parkway system. And then there's a nice picture here in the paper, a schematic, and... What had been a tattered and drab stretch of concrete and pavement where cars and bikes fought for space. Fought for space. Would be reborn as an environmentally friendly multimodal corridor where drivers, cyclists, and pedestrians could have their own real estate 
safely demonstrated by green strips of earth. I hear birds chirping and that squirrels. That would beautify <laughs> the landscape and cleanse storm runoff. You idiots. Wait a minute. You what, morons. What if they're geniuses, Joe? They're not. If the streets aren't able to, you aren't able to navigate this stretch of road, you can't carjack a vehicle on there, huh? You know, the original no. plan, <laughs> the original plan had residents and merchants opposing it because it eliminated about half of the parking on the street. Yeah, and there's a lot of parts on Bryant, most of it actually, where there isn't an alley. There's mm -hmm. only a few alleys between Lake and 50th. Well, and then turning into your driveway now apparently is problematic from the street. Yeah. Well, just walk. Uh, what more can be said about this? Stretches are too narrow for garbage trucks and plows, so the city has had to send pickups to plow Bryant, which is a snow <laughs> emergency route. You'd God. think for a snow emergency route, you'd get a street wide enough for the plow. <laughs> Minor details. Bryant too. is one of those streets in South Minneapolis that you just don't use. You go over to Lindale. Or even take a smaller, like Colfax or something really small, just because it's less ha less hassle. Bryant sucks. It always has. I fire can't believe. Fire I, truck cam, Megan. I can't believe they managed to make it worse. They made it worse. It's they could maybe have a bike brigade, and they have a long hose, and they just come down the street. <laughs> They're going to need one hell of a hose. Aren't they, they are. It's going to be yeah. long. I mean, but you can need a hundred people to move the hose. Right. Right. Think of when the fire truck has to enter in the navigation to the route. It will have to take yeah. them to get Where to that I, how particular am I gonna get house. Here? <clears throat> take a left at here. Go oh. over Brian. Okay, under here, 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 here. City transportation director, Jenny Hager acknowledged the public works department ultimately deserves blame. We thought we had it right, and we didn't. Jesus again. Well, does she get fired? No. No. Does no. she uh -uh. get no. No. reprimanded? No. She's not Tucker Carlson. Come on. Hager and others in the city last week rolled out revised designs for phase two between 42nd and Lake. So they got eight blocks left they haven't screwed up yet. Yeah. Apparently. Yet is the key, Joe. Keep, uh, keep reading there, Joe. I think you'll like the uh, next sentence, too. Where crews will begin working April 10. That's already passed. The mm -hmm. changes will raise the project's total cost. Oh, sure. But, but Hager, but Hager <laughs> emphasized overruns will be borne by the city and that yeah. special assessments for residents won't rise. Yeah, so you know, you know why, Hager? The residents have already paid. The city doesn't bear anything. The taxpayers do. Oh my God, we're so poorly led. It's just, it's just horrendous. We know this feels fast because it is, Hager said, <laughs> noting that the redesign plan was going to contractors even as the work was underway. She apologized for what she and Anderson Kelleher acknowledged wasn't the smoothest way to communicate the sudden changes, which left some supporters of the original design crying foul and accusing the city of changing course without transparency. You know what they did? They pulled changed horses in the middle of the stream. They pulled a fast yes, one. They did. They pulled a fast one. H Hager, mm. Anderson, Kelleher, and other public works officials said they're confident. Why would anyone be confident that they're confident? <laughs> I think They've they, blown their confidence. They've transferred confidence. 
They're confident the changes adhere to the original vision. That's the problem. Quit having visions. Are yeah. you all high? Yeah. Quit having right. visions. The vision should have been repave it and redo the curb and gutter and get the hell out of visions it. Visions are not good. Your visions don't work. Sugar plums dancing in your head. Hager Anderson are confident that changes adhere to the original vision while ensuring that emergency vehicles will be able to operate on the street. They might drive across your front yard, but they'll get there. Right. They might hump up over the curb, onto the sidewalk, knock a kid off his bike wheel. Tear up your landscaping. Driver's side parking was scrapped, reducing the amount of parking on that stretch of Bryant by 26%. In the city where you need it, especially in the winter. Hey, you're getting a green strip. The amount of green space will be, be reduced by 13% from the original wish to increase it by 26 uh, percent yeah yeah well you, you got that's some nice police work there larry that's you some should, nice uh, public work you work. should this i think this calls for you to drive over there i'm going to and, i want to see it uh when you get there or when you come back i want you to make a point of trying to drive on 40th street okay choose it choose it from just go from bryant and just start heading east See the 40th. How, no, 40th runs east and west. Okay. So I want you to take 40th back eastbound over to St. Paul, and you can see what Minneapolis did to that street. Oh, about, I'm going to say 15 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they turned it into a, a biking thing. They yeah. eliminated lanes. They um, they made a lot of it one way. They put in these obstacles where you're going down 40th, and all of a sudden you don't have any choice. You have to take a right. Or you have to take a oh. left. It's it's the worst street now in South Minneapolis, and it sounds like they're giving Bryant the fortieth street treatment. You know, you messy. know, I, I just stumbled on a deep thought. A lot of these visions, yeah, are driven, yeah, by a self deception that we don't have winter. <clears throat> a lot of these visions yeah. are manufactured apparently without taking into consideration that what you're envisioning doesn't work a minimum of six months a year. Okay. They've done it all over both cities. It doesn't work. No. They got to plow these things if they plow them. Well, St. Paul says it'll melt. Right. I guess it did. You got to quit having – your vision should include six months of winter. That's what we have here. November, December, January, February, March, and this year, April. Six months of winter. But your vision should also... So I don't want your vision unless your vision has winter in it. Or today in it. What do we have to do infrastructure today? And all the visions are oriented on hating the car. And your visions don't help anyone. Hell, this doesn't help a bicyclist any more than it helps a motorist. Mm. Just makes things more crowded. Imagine a future. Do you turn that woman off? (laughs) You know, I was going to say, this isn't just statewide, Joe. We We can really get to the core of a lot of transportation issues at the head, at the top. That would be Pete... Buttigieg has your answer on the transportation problems that plague our country. Okay. Of both profound challenge 
and historic opportunity for U.S. transportation. On one hand, our transportation systems are still grappling with the consequences of the pandemic, climate change, and decades of disinvestment. Let me ask you something. Check this out. Uh, we just went through this here locally during the mayor uh, Carter's state of the city address mm -hmm. when we also heard about years of neglect, just like Pete just said. Why do they, and it's not, Carter alone cannot be blamed for the years of neglect. That, that can fall under the shoulders of all mayors. But why, why is it that they get away with this continually saying, you know, we've neglected this stuff for years. Well, you were the people in charge. You were Why did you neglect it? Why did they get a pass? Well, we had needs in other areas, Joe. We have um, equity officers that need compensation for our programs. Meanwhile, we got bridges that are coming loose and you haven't tightened up the screws. <laughs> Why? Good way to put it, huh? <laughs> well, you're, you're probably referring to maybe bolts. I don't <laughs> think a bridge Glue, is screwed What together. sandpaper? Yeah, I need some boards. Down Why, Why do public uh, elected and unelected officials, do they not have any shame? No. How can they continually say, like this Pete Buttigieg knows no more about transportation than the average house pet. And he's saying, <laughs> well, it's, it's climate. The average house but pet. What, what has climate change done to the streets of St. Paul? But also Nothing. the consequences of the pandemic. Yeah. What did the streets get sick? It, they might have. Did we vaccinate I them? don't think the streets are vaccinated. That's the problem. I mean, they, or boosted. That was an option. I don't think they're I would, boosted. I would guess that he meant they didn't see the maintenance they should have, maybe. Okay, I'll, maybe. Okay, I'll give know. him that one, Kenny. Good point. So here's Kenny trying to be reasonable. Well, every but that time, makes every sense. time I try to be reasonable, I ain't giving I, him. I fail. I ain't giving him climate Well, he's change. unqualified for the job. He's on the third rail. And to answer your question, what was it? Do they have no what, shame? Shame. No, they have no shame, no pride, no common sense. He's too busy licking the third rail and hanging on tight. To worry about shame and pride and you, common You've sense. got a director of public works, uh, Margaret, and you've got city oh, transportation God. director, uh, Jenny Hager. Uh, you've got the heads of the fire department and the garbage department. And all of you apparently really got this wrong. You really got it wrong. Will any of them suffer a consequence? No. No. Hell, they might get promoted. <laughs> Why in God's name wouldn't you su suffer a It's bad enough. Here's another way to say it. It's bad enough that the political class, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, keeps inventing jobs for which there is no means to measure them <laughs> for accomplishment. Here, you have a job that can be measured for accomplishment. They failed, and nothing will result of the failure. They won't lose a nickel of money. They won't lose a nickel of benefits. They won't lose a, uh, a minute of seniority. Nothing will happen to them, even though they're admitting we really miss this one. If anything, Joe, the opposite will happen. They'll, they'll put this down on their resume with pride. And they'll highlight it and put it in italics, and they'll send it off and get a better job. Because it's a vote for mm. democracy. You know, I have to surrender 
If you appoint a director of equity and inclusion, and you're going to pay that person 110 grand a year at city hall and full benefits, I surrender. There's you, you've got me fooled. There's no way to judge that position for any accomplishment. There's no way to measure it for any success. But now you're telling me you're taking public works out of the purview. You're taking a street, which I can see and touch and drive on. You're saying that and your work also can't be measured for accomplishment. Because I can say that with confidence. If your work could be measured for accomplishment, which it certainly should be, you'd all be fired. <laughs> and you're not going to be. Third rail, baby. Well, third rail. This should make you happy. And how about the poor saps who pay taxes and live on Bryant? Right. Yes, Kenny, what should make me happy? Uh, on the state level, we're uh, giving them, the, them all a pay raise. We're, we're, I saw that, yeah. Ken. Yeah, we're going yeah. yeah. to bump it up. Oh, why not? Bump it up. Why not? Got to keep up with the well, times. you got $18 billion just dying to be used there. <laughs> uh, why don't we take a timeout? All right, I'm paused. Rook, can you give me... Uh, <clears throat> I forgot to give you a heads up. Um, I need both of yours today, please. I'll do Welter here. You ready? Uh, I can be yes to be. You know, be ready for Welter. <clears throat> I'm rolling in three, two, one. When your air conditioner, heating unit, air purification system, whatever it may be, if it's making funny noises, it's time. It's the season to get in touch with Ray and Welter Heating air conditioning, and air purification. They're local. They're not on Bryant, but they are in Minneapolis for the past 100 years, and that's four generations of know-how. Go to their website, welterheating.com, and you can see there's a Q&A session that Rick had set up, and it might answer your question without them coming out to do an appointment. They're not on the money grab here. They're slow and steady. They want to win the race. They want you to remember that if you have a problem, you're going to call Ray and Welter. And that's why they're getting the word out here on Garage Logic. If you want to talk to a live person, not a recording, press zero for someone. No, 612-825-6867. 612-825-6867. They will answer the phone and they will answer your question or they'll make an appointment, whatever the case may be. Poke around their website. And remember, they're not fly by it. They're not they're gonna be here tomorrow. They don't have a funny jingle. They're not advertising craziness. They're advertising slow and steady wins the race. That's how they do business. And I've worked with them and they are extremely, extremely professional. I loved what they did at my house. 612-825-6867 or online at welterheating.com and let them know you heard it on the Garage Logic podcast. Okay, bringing your kid back to run for governor. Yeah. Uh, he'd have to do something else first. We'd have to get him some name recognition. He'd have to do something. Sex tape. <laughs> Big scandal. No. Big scandal. Uh, we're talking about that. It's And seeing the way thing, they do things in Austin, if you go to Austin, it's, it's as if somebody's listening and somebody is, they know how to uh, feature um the landscape we were talking about the river how the river up here there's there's nothing well it could be the different topography too i mean the, there really wasn't much to be done with the mississippi river front unless you started 
whispering about it in 1860. Well, they poo-pooed. I know Jerry Troyan came in too hot and heavy with his, uh, he had a neat plan. It just, he had St. Paul uh, leaders that didn't uh, want to cooperate or play nice. That would have been a nice curve to have some. Uh, well, cut to the chase. I'm all behind the kid and I'd work for him, but we there's got to be a, 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 star, a launching point. He's got to do something else first. Education. Now, not necessarily. I mean, you know, uh, let me think out loud here. Uh, I got it. Trump did have, Trump held no previous political office. He should become a doctor and start making Nazi references. <laughs> That's would, not a good way to get into would that word. No, no. Jensen tried that. Well, I, I love that you said that to him at the fair, by the way. That was fantastic. Had to be said. Well, isn't the fact that it had to be said telling? <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm glad Burke didn't hit me. <laughs> that would have been bad PR. Yeah. That would have been not good for the well, That would be good PR for, for Joe. Joe. Oh, for the show. It would have been yeah, Joe. I might have yeah. still be in the hospital. Yeah, Joe That's probably a good wouldn't point. have made it. <laughs> Today's guest host is? His hand is about as big as this table. Maddie B. Uh, Joe, to Maddie B's? Uh, Lee Fink E. What is that? Yes. Uh, I looked up the money. Yeah. Uh, Trace Johnson had t about 11 grand in total contributions. And yep. Fink, Finky had 62 grand. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. What was the, what was the candidate? Johnson? Trace Johnson. Trace Johnson. Trace Johnson. Yep. Do you think Trace? Uh, now, John, is there any way to figure out where the sixty-two grand came from? I, there is. I can actually tell you all of that. I would love that. Um, Column for me. <laughs> and you're finding those figures where USA Transparency. It's called, and it gives you any candidate you want and who contributed. Are um, they required to disclose that? Is that why you're able? I, to I think you're required. Yes, aren't you? I'm pretty sure. I think every candidate in the U.S. is. Gotcha. Um, aggregated unitemized contributions, which just means small individual ones. Lee Finky mm -hmm. got 35 grand. And then there's a bunch of single ones for a grand people and businesses that gave a grand. Uh, and then, of course, the DFL party gave a grand. Uh, public subsidy. I don't know what that means. Where would that come from? Uh, that was seven. Thirty five thousand individuals contributed to no. Well, not well, necessarily. Thirty five thousand dollars. Dollars, yes. Thirty five thousand dollars contributed by individuals. Correct, and then there were more individual contributions too, but those were bigger ones, like around a thousand, eight hundred, that kind of thing. Uh, several family members, it would appear, <laughs> contributed a thousand. Uh, DFL Central Committee, a thousand, and then just names. So, you know, nobody obviously you're going to know. So but, there, there, there really is no evidence that it was a big outstate national push. No, uh, unless all those people are from outstate, I have no idea, or from out of state, uh, because they're just names: David Hover, Jonathan Finky, Carl Jurvetson, uh, Rachel Provatsky, Steve Carlson, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Just uh, names. Emily's list. That's interesting. $1,000. Hey, John, can we uh, mm -hmm. also do the, can you break halfway through oh, the news? Oh, sure. 
certainly. Joe, are you going to do your ad here at the end of the newscast, or do you want to do it? I can. That'd be swell. The, the other thing, Joe, about this, she yeah. was she was endorsed literally by every left organization in Minnesota and the U.S. Yeah. Uh, her endorsee pages, you know, it would take you 15 minutes to get through. And, and Trace Johnson, a gay father of one, yeah, a, lo- a lawyer, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. He wasn't endorsed by any of these liberal groups? Nope, nope. They're all, I mean, name one. It's here. Climate ones, uh, environmental ones, uh, AFL-CIO, obviously, nurses, human rights campaign. Jesus Christ. Everybody. And they then every major. Her. I mean, she's unknown. No, and I'm sure they just went, oh, yeah, and check. Here you go. We'll endorse her. And then every major Democratic person in the state of Minnesota is on her endorsement page. Tina Smith, Keith Ellison, Mitra Jalali, Betty McCollum, Melvin Carter, uh, John Choi, uh, Aaron May Quaddy, Quad Quaid. The list is full of people who have been an utter and complete failure. Scott Dibble, candidate. Dave Pinto. All I mean, it goes on and on mm-hmm. and on and on. Aaron Murphy, by any chance? Uh, I don't see Aaron Murphy. Who was the guy we had on from the American Experiment? Bill Glenn. Yeah, Bill. He he said it. That's how Democrats win. Democrats support Democrats, and the further left you are, the you know better off. Yep. Yep. There's, yeah. So you're, I'm, you're unified. That might be how the name got out there, but who knows? I, I have no idea, because you know a lot of people in local elections go, oh yeah, seen those posters. Vote for him, slasher. Remember our guy, man, Strominger. He had the one homemade sign. I'm going to get another sign. <laughs> and you Put know, in his own yard, all those <laughs> all those people that gave up their endorsement, they didn't vet her, her at no, all. No, not at all. We ready? Yes. And he got something? He sure does. Let's go. Doing news here? Yes, sir. You've, uh, you've hit a lot of my news stories already, Joe. So That's all right. Repeat them. Some I will. All right. I'm rolling. I know what you'll lead with. (laughs) No, I won't. (laughs) Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Susie. Yeah, ProTurf treated lawns they've already greened up. The ProTurf pros, they're already out servicing clients, throwing down treatments. And if you want in, if you want a beautiful lawn all season long, better than your neighbor's, Click on ProfessionalTurf.com. It's made for those of us that are obsessive about our lawns. We want the best lawn on the block. We go with ProfessionalTurf.com because they've been doing it since 82. They do it the old-fashioned way. It's like how business used to be conducted, in-person, face-to-face. They're going to set clear and accurate expectations, and they're going to combine their 35 years of experience with your ideas and then come up with a service program that will exceed your wildest dreams. You'll have your own fertilizer and weed control plan that's environmentally safe, guaranteed for superior results. And if you see something between visits, don't be afraid to call them. They've got the toot sweet deal. They'll be out there right away. A beautiful, healthy lawn. That means no crabgrass, no dandelions, no broadleaf weeds. It's yours. Just click on professionalturf.com. Remember the other day I told you I dropped something in the engine? And I yeah. I, oh, yeah. I bought a long uh uh dowel, wooden dowel, very yeah. thin. And I must admit the CP helped me. 
and just put masking tape over the end of it, bunched up, and then reached down there and with her steady hand, she stabbed it, brought it up, bing, bang, boom. Smart. Out of there. What else did you guys do? And I bought a magnet (laughs) at Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Yeah. And when I got home, the magnet wasn't in the bag. But I didn't keep a receipt, so I could go did back it, in there and say, hey. Did it uh, stick to the counter when you? I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> yeah. It turns you out a magnet would not have worked anyway. <laughs> John Height. That was very funny, Chris. Thank you. Uh, this uh, this new something. I, know. I didn't even hear what he said. I know. Did it stick to the counter? It's a magnet. Cause, like, it's funny. Come on. Stuff, like, and sometimes <laughs> counters are made out of metal. So, like, when you yeah. walk to the counter, like, you okay, set I it down it. and gave them six bucks because all you do is pay in cash. And Chris, like, Chris, Chris, it, Chris. It would have been like, <laughs> thank God, you. I could never use that voice again. I, I love using that voice. Hi, how are you? This news is brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. Legislators in the Minnesota House of Representatives are set to debate and vote on a bill that would legalize recreational marijuana in Minnesota. That bill would allow adults 21 and older to buy up to two ounces of cannabis at a time and cultivate up to eight plants, as long as only four are mature at any given time. Minnesotans could possess two ounces in public and five pounds at home. Home delivery from licensed cannabis would also be allowed, and prior marijuana convictions would be expunged. The FL lawmakers who control both chambers of the legislature and Governor Walls have expressed support for the bill. However, neither chamber has passed it yet. A new survey from KSTP Survey USA said 58% of Minnesotans support full legalization of recreational marijuana. 26 wanted to remain against the law, and of course, 15% just aren't sure. I, what I've always struggled with is it's the same liberals who were petrified and terrified if somebody near them had a cigarette are now endorsing the use of marijuana, which has the same carcinogenic material that a cigarette does. Okay. And I've come to the conclusion that it was easy for the left to hate cigarettes because they were produced by evil corporations. Whereas dope is innocent and full of uh, rainbows and uh, unicorns and a guy can do it in his backyard. So therefore, it's okay. And it's the same stuff that gives you lung cancer. You know, that's the only trouble I have with this. The same lefties who cried foul at cigarettes. I'm not, not defending cigarettes. I quit in 1987. I'm not defending cigarettes, but the same people who wanted you never Will to you get near a cigarette. Put a check for a million dollars in the scan bucket. My God, every time you bring this up, I have to bring up the true fact of the matter. Edibles. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I expected more of a come on. Well, and the other no, but no, but edibles is only edibles will be for honest people. But the other part of this is obvious. It's the the increase in tax revenue. Well, you're getting state. taxes for cigarettes. No, but that's why they're in favor of legalizing dope. I'm just saying it's a it's a horse apiece which in terms be, of your lungs. What should be interesting is to watch what plays out with the cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul because they've regulated 
flavored tobaccos and fancy cigars and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And it's basically a racist law. Absolutely. It, no, I mean, it truly is a racist law because it's it, black people are the people that smoke that. Plus, they've told black people, you ain't buying no menthol cigarettes in the city. So yeah, That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah same thing. So I, I'm wondering what they're going to do with the weed shops then. Plus, why were they banning menthol cigarettes under the guise because of helping black people not they smoke? They know what's good for us. Oh. They're helping, Joe. <laughs> They're here to help. A former Minneapolis firefighter. We talked about him last week, charged A with assaulting. Did he say firefighter? I think he said firefighter. Pardon me. Pardon me. Former Minneapolis firefighter charged with assaulting an ex-Minnesota gopher football star is back in jail. The reason? He cut off. Firefighter. Oh, I was a sneeze. He cut off his ankle bracelet and led law enforcement on a pursuit in western Minnesota, that pursuit lasting more than an hour. Uh, we talked about him last week. 54-year-old Eric Jaggers booked into the Wilkin County Jail this past Saturday morning on suspicion of fleeing police in a motor vehicle and obstructing the legal process in connection with the chase in Breckenridge a few hours earlier. Uh, Jaggers, who had worked for the fire department for 24 years until he retired in February, had been charged last Monday in Hennepin County District Court with second-degree assault with a dangerous weapon and threats of violence with reckless disregard in connection with the encounter that occurred on April 14th in the 4,000 block of 17th Avenue South. He was jailed from the day of the assault until his release Thursday. The victim was 44-year-old Tellus Redman, a running back with the U of M football team back in 1999 to 2001. At one point during an assault, Jaggers told Redman he was a firefighter and would be able to avoid getting in trouble because he knows police. Defense attorney Peter Wald told the Star Tribune his client is dealing with mental health issues that he's going to address. On this past weekend, Breckenridge Police Chief Chris Carlgaard said Jaggers aroused suspicions while at a gas station shortly before 7 in the morning. Uh, not a good thing probably to do in public, but surveillance video shows him inside the Blazer Express gas station using a Clippers, borrowing it from the clerk and cutting off his ankle bracelet. According to the police, Chief Jaggers fled police in Breckenridge on a northbound Highway 75, only to head back into town. Eventually, he was stopped, hit a sign at Highway 75 and 210 in Breckenridge and stopped. He Wait, got out of the truck. Yeah. It really is. He got out of the truck holding a bow. Officers deployed less than lethal rounds and arrested Jaggers shortly after 8 in the morning as he resisted arrest. It was a long story because I had to go over last week's story because you guys have shown how senile you are about remembering old stories so oh, i just had to repeat right. the uh, um, last week part uh what was i gonna say i had two things so long a story you don't remember uh, do first of all no the courts and the judge this guy obviously a, a threat to to run he's nuts what the yeah. hell Lock, yeah they well, I, I, locked him up at the get-go mm -hmm. number two when's the last time you went by a blacksmith shop you haven't because they don't exist anymore. I can't think of Wait, one. Yeah, they don't exist. <laughs> Let's go back to the big ball and chain. Yeah. That'll that'll slow them down. You're not going to find a blacksmith to cut that thing off. <laughs> right. Uh, Kim Potter, as Joe told you about earlier, the former Brooklyn Center police officer convicted of manslaughter and the death of Dante Wright was released from prison around four this morning. She'd been serving behind bars at the Shakopee Women's Prison since February 17th, 2022. Potter received a two-year sentence for the crime of first-degree manslaughter, but in Minnesota, convicted felons are only required to serve two-thirds of their sentences in prison. The remainder of her term 
will be served on supervised release. A statement from the Minnesota Department of Corrections said Potter will serve the supervised release in Wisconsin. A couple of horrible ATV stories in Minnesota this weekend. Two fatalities resulting from a Washington County accident and a third due to a Chisago County accident. The most recent death involved a 13-year-old boy who was injured when the ATV he was driving rolled over and crashed in Lent Township. On Saturday, the accident on Kale Avenue off Ivywood Trail reported at 1220 in the afternoon. The victim was wearing a helmet. The boy was flown to St. Paul's Region's Hospital where he died later. Authorities identified him as Mason Lee Demenge of Chisago City. In Washington County, two 10-year-old girls died Saturday. After an ATV crash in Afton, first responders and deputies called around 5 p.m. to the 1000 block of Neal Avenue South. According to the Washington County Sheriff's Office, authorities found the girls trapped under an ATV and gave first aid, but the girls were pronounced dead at the scene. Were they full-sized ATVs, I wonder? Sounds like it. High center of gravity, low rider weight. Got to get them the right size, folks. President Joe Biden might be 48 hours away from announcing his re-election bid, but nearly three out of four Americans are hoping he has a last-minute change of heart. According to a new poll out Sunday from NBC News, 70% of Americans do not want Biden to run for a second term, compared to only 26% who do. Among those who don't want the 80-year-old president to pursue a second term, 69% cite age as the main reason. Worse yet for Biden, the new survey shows him facing a steep uphill climb, depending on who runs in the Republican Party. The NBC poll shows 41% of Americans plan to vote for Biden, compared to 47%. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. What's her name again? Happy birthday, dear Valen. Happy birthday to you. Run, Joe, run! If there uh, is a silver lining to the dismal numbers for Biden, it's that he's still more popular than right now his most likely 2024 opponent. In all, 38% have a positive view of Biden compared to 48% who have a negative view. Former President Donald Trump has 34% positive view compared to 53% negative view. This used to be one hell of a country. (laughs) Let me start off with two words. Yep. Made in America. That's right. (laughs) We'll be back with uh, some more news right after this brief message. Uh, Never a fun situation to discuss. uh, People going through it, losing people at all ages under terrible circumstances. Mueller Memorial has been helping people come to grips with these realizations for more than 70 years. That can be a frightening prospect, but Mueller has been handling this for more than 70 years, helping you Realize that you're about to celebrate lives well-lived. Family-owned, I've known them uh, all my life. They're good friends of mine. They take care of the difficult details. And once they explain them to you, they become less difficult, less fraught with anxiety. They help create the perfect event to honor your loved one and bring families together to celebrate that life well-lived. Uh I don't know what more to tell you, except Scott has written a book, What to Know Before You Go, and that answers all the questions. Uh, It becomes less overwhelming then, less frightening, because uh, uh, Mueller is a strange cat. He's uh, very intuitive, very, uh, very friendly. He knows how to put his arm around you and take care of these things. Get a hold of them at MuellerMemorial.com. 
In other words, yeah. John, if Trace Johnson was the DFL candidate and Lee Finke was the Republican, Trace Johnson would have had the sixty-two grand. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, I, I would think so. I, I don't know. In the In same the, list of endorsers. Yeah, although she had a a large group of individual contributors, mm -hmm. which uh, he, well, maybe he would have anyway. Yeah, you're right. If he was a DFLer. Are you leaving? No. <laughs> I'm going to get some fries. <laughs> Okay, what are we waiting for? Just the go-ahead. Does Kenny got something? Let's go. Wait, so you're saying you're ready? Yeah. I'm ready. Oh, my God. Guess what I got to do Saturday night, John? What? Watch the new SpongeBob movie. All right. Twice. <laughs> Bully for you. Well, that's because the little guy watched it first, and then William wanted to watch Oh, my God. Was it good? That's all right. It had its moments, you know. Can we do this now? Patrick says, do you want to see my underwear? Or did you did you see my underwear? And she said no. And then he said, do you want to? But who's, who's Patrick? SpongeBob's buddy. Oh. Okay, can we go here? Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm rolling. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Who, I ask you, who? Lives in a pineapple <laughs> under the sea. SpongeBob SquarePants. I have no idea who does that. <laughs> Joe doesn't know. What? Kenny, you're the best. <laughs> oh, I hope the guys at Tri-State don't mind. Ah, they don't mind. They're GLers, the Tri-State family. They've been one of the premier Bobcat, uh, Bobcat dealers here uh, in the Midwest for well, 83. I'm not going to do the math. You go ahead and do the math. That's a long damn time in my world. Uh, Toro, uh, the absolute leader in lawn care, one of the lines that Tri-State sells, and Tri-State still has last year's 54-inch time cutter. There's zero turns with the MyRide suspension for $42.99. That's a darn good deal. Current model year, 50-inch time cutters, $37.99. And you can see all the details at tristatebobcat.com. Now, let's, I want to talk about batteries, okay? Um, when Toro decided to get into the battery-powered, handheld world, they did it right. The 60-volt power source with the Toro FlexForce system, this thing runs the string trimmers, the hedge trimmers, and the leaf blowers, but it's, it's on the backpack. It's in a backpack form. That means the implement, the tool you're using, nice and light. And the battery is uh, interchangeable between all of them. It, it's just, it's amazing. And if you get a chance, if you're in a tri-state um, near you, check out the Toro Hypercell battery systems that run commercial-grade lawnmowers with all-day run times. You know what kind of abuse these things take. That's amazing technology from Toro. Tri-State Bobcat, you'll find them Hudson, Little Canada, and Burnsville, plus Mankey's Equipment in Owatonna, and, of course, on the web, tristatebobcat.com. Uh, news continues as the date to raise the nation's $31.4 trillion debt ceiling looms with no deal in sight. Wall Street traders and executives are starting to get a bit nervous. 
that President Biden and Republicans won't resolve the impasse until it's too late, and that's sparking increasing concern about a potential threat that could rock markets and tilt the world's largest economy into recession. How Wall Street investors react to a possible default is crucial because they're the ones who finance the country's enormous debt by buying securities that Treasury sells to fund the government. Up to this point, both Biden and Republican House Leader Kevin McCarthy haven't moved from positions on the matter when it comes to negotiations. This should end well, right? Yeah, good no. luck with that. I no, you, you're, you don't, you're not thinking so, huh? I don't care. You, <laughs> I don't know. Huge shakeups in the media world today, the national media world. Fox News says it's agreed to part ways with Tucker Carlson, its popular and controversial primetime host. Uh, this all happening a week after settling a lawsuit over the network's 2020 election reporting. In a short, terse press release, the network said that Carlson's last program was this past Friday. Carlson, who was highly rated but had come under scrutiny for his take on various issues, and then, of course, the emails issued in the wake of the $787.5 million settlement Fox reached with Dominion Voting showed that he didn't really believe there was any election fraud in 2020. Despite that belief, he kept promoting the idea on air that it actually happened. His emails also showed that he disliked Donald Trump, wished he would go away. On air, he sang a different tune. Wouldn't As Hannity and Ingram have to go too then? They were doing well, the same thing. I, the other thing that enters into this apparently is there is some... Uh, how can we put the sexual uh, things going on that uh, he's been accused of oh, and, and old, so, uh, playing around yeah, in the office. Yeah, uh, exactly. Change. So that hey, uh, may be part this of the story. Something also. doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah, look a little closer. Hang on. <laughs> Meanwhile, Don Lemon has been fired from his post on CNN. The former anchor sharing the news in a statement on Twitter Monday. He said, I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated by CNN. I'm stunned. Lemon continued expressing... Shouldn't be stunned, Don. You're a moron. He's going to blame everybody but himself. Lemon continued expressing frustration with the manner in which he says the news was delivered to him. USA Today has reached out to CNN and Lemon's rep for comment, and they've had no comment to this point aside from his tweet. The news of Lemon's termination comes on the heels of reports of alleged misogyny in a lengthy piece that was written by Variety magazine. Misogyny. He So he didn't like women? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and he apparently behind the scenes and on the scenes he had some issues the past month or two also right. uh, saying see. things he probably shouldn't have. CNN's been hiring some big girls. I wonder if that's for diversity. Maybe that's Inclusion. what he said that got him in trouble. Oh, well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> you want to join the list? <laughs> I don't work for CNN. I know, but the hell with them. Kenyan authorities, and I never <laughs> would. I don't. Do you see where Barkley's going to CNN? Charles yeah, Barkley. I did, not I did that. see that, yes. Yeah. With, uh, what's her name? Uh, Some what? gal. Wouldn't yeah. it be awesome if they gave him Lemon's job? Oh, yeah. The He'd Barkley do. take. Oh, he yes. would do well at it. Oh, oh my terrible. God. It would it's, be so good. Terrible. Didn't he want to run for governor once of Alabama? Alabama. Alabama. Yep. Or, or is that just talk? Is it? Is I it, think he would have been a great governor. I don't know that he wanted to. It was suggested, but he said something about his. He didn't want his personal life exposed or so, something to that. Is it true that at some point over the weekend they threw it to him to get his opinion on whatever was happening on the court, and he said he was watching hockey? <laughs> yes, I, I actually saw that. He did. He said the Timberwolves game was extremely boring. He said I was actually watching hockey. And he talked about what the score was. <laughs> that is that's fantastic. what I. Well, then he had to be watching Edmonton in L.A. 
Yeah, uh, I don't remember who he said he was watching. Yeah. Somebody was ahead three to two. You put remember. Chuck together with uh, who, who's a dude, a Shaq? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Oh, I would be there every <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, but for Shaq, that. you can't understand. Well, maybe you can't. No, he's so clown. colloquial and so. Uh, you can understand everything he says. Much mouth, you know. Oh, oh you want pizza? You want pizza? That's Kenyon, why it would be uh, awesome. You know what? I'm going to skip the Kenyon story after that. Ring yeah, night yeah, for the champs. What? Shiny, ain't that Kenny? Shiny. You yeah, just direct that to Kenny. How many have? Yeah, because Chuck don't know what, he, what, what it looks like. I don't know what it feels like. I didn't have Kobe and D-Wade dragging my fat ass around like somebody else. <laughs> All right. Way to make him quit, Jordan. Mike made you quit in Phoenix. <laughs> nice shot, Paxson. <laughs> Rick Fox carried you, too. Air Gordon. Mike Madsen. I could watch that for days. <laughs> who's the guy? Who's the guy at the Vikings? I always wanted him to have Pat a show. Williams. Pat Williams. Oh, I want him to oh, have a show. Oh, that's a French thing, isn't that? Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana. Louisiana. Very Louisiana. Yeah, I don't know. But the best man, anybody about trying to win. So that's all my folks. We don't care who was on the road this week. Uh, at home this week. We got to win this game. We got I could win. That. I could listen to that all week. That's good. Just can't do it. I don't, I'd, I'd want him yeah. on with Patrick. Because Patrick go. What? <laughs> what do you mean? It's like the neighbor on King of the Hill, remember? I think yeah. because I got Dale. Dale. Yeah. 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 Ken Potts, one of the last two remaining survivors of the USS Arizona battleship, which sank at Pearl Harbor, has died. He was 102 yeah. years old. He died Friday at his home in Provo, Utah, that he shared with his wife of 66 years, according to Randy Stratton, <laughs> whose late father, Donald Stratton, was Potts's Arizona shipmate and close friend. Stratton said Potts, in his words, had all his marbles left, but lately was having a hard time getting out of bed. When Stratton spoke to Potts on his birthday, April 15th, he was happy to have made it to 102. Stratton said he knew his body was kind of shutting down and he was just hoping he could get better, but it turned out he couldn't. Potts was born and raised in Honey Bend, Illinois, and enlisted in the Navy in 1939, worked as a crane operator, shuttling supplies to the Arizona morning of December 7th, 1941, when the Pearl Harbor attack happened. In a 2020 oral history interview with the American Veterans Center, Potts said a loudspeaker ordered sailors back to their ships, so he got on a boat. He said, when I got to Pearl Harbor, the whole harbor was afire. The oil had leaked out and caught fire. The Arizona sank just nine minutes after being bombed, and its 1,177 dead accounts for nearly half the servicemen killed in the attack. Today, the battleship still sits where it sank eight decades ago. Potts recalled decades later that some people were still giving orders in the midst of the attack, but there was a lot of chaos, he said. He said he carried the memories of the attack over the course of his life. He said even after he got out of the Navy, if he'd hear a siren, he'd start shaking. Stratton notes the only remaining survivor from the Arizona is now Lou Conter, who is 101 years old and living in California. So one left, huh? Lou. One left oh. from the Arizona. Yeah. Wow. A Spanish court has ruled that a company was wrong to fire an electrician who may have drunk more than three liters of beer in one day. The reason the court says the company was wrong? Well, they hadn't proven that the consumption had left the man inebriated, intoxicated, or too drunk to work. There you go. How so much is three liters? I don't know. That's quite a bit. Uh, yeah, it's like one seven five shots, right? Oh wait, no, a, no, liters. a liter's this big. No, a liter's a, a one seven five is the big. Who are the ass wipes that put that in the story? Three liters. Give me. What well, it's it's so from the Daily Mail. It's from the Daily Mail. It's so. a British paper. Well, can yeah. make the translation, right. news man. Quite right. 
You know what it is, Kenny? A lot. What are you, a commie? Nobody knows what a liter is. Well, certainly you don't if you think it's a shot glass. (laughs) The uh, high court in the southeastern region of Murcia found the electrical uh, electrical company had provided insufficient grounds for the man's dismissal and ordered it to reinstate the sacked worker. Watch this. Or pay him 47,000 pounds in compensation. There you go, Kenny. There you go, Kenny. Kenny, there you go, 47,000 pounds. But the house he was working on is no longer exists. <laughs> no, it's still there. He's caught on fire. Ah. He's he's fine. You don't want to worry about him being drunk. You want to worry about what happens when he sobers up. It'll kill you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, finally, thank God, they're putting out a call for all Kyles in Kyle, Texas, the Texas city located on highway Highway 35 north of San Antonio wants to set a record for the largest gathering people with the name Kyle. Wasn't there somebody here named Kyle? Cousin Kyle. Cousin Cousin Kyle. Kyle Sheely. Yeah. They call it the gathering of Kyles. It's scheduled for Sunday, May 21st at Lake Kyle Park. Get it? Yeah. No, I don't. No. Okay. According to the Guinness World Records, uh, the city of Kupreski Kuski in Bosnia and Herzegovina has the largest gathering ever of people named Ivan. About 2,300 Ivan showed up for that record setter in 2017. More to that story, too, but I'm just going to not read Drago. it. I wonder if they ever a call for Drago? all the Joes. Oh, that'd be a lot of people. Would you go Joes? down? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure, that'd be pretty hey, good. Hey, I'm one. here. Yeah, what's your name, Joe? <laughs> Rick. Yeah. Hey, Joe's finally here. Yeah. yeah. Well, John, that was uh, that was something. It was Thank fine until the last much. couple yeah. stories, and then it kind of fell much. off Joe quickly. Had stolen so much of your material. You know? Yeah, I know. I had to skip a bunch of stories. What are you going to do? May I say something about the affirmative care bill that now has passed in Minnesota? Thirty-four to thirty, Joe. A uh, number of emails pointing out. Okay. So let's say a kid does get to Minnesota uh, to seek the care uh, and becomes uh, a ward of the court. Uh, mm-hmm. Are the taxpayers then paying for that kid? I would assume so. And everything that follows the surgeries and the mutilations. We got all and, the free stuff here, Joe. Yeah. I was just wondering who pays for this? It would have that, to be the, the state, right? It would have to be. You, you would think it would have to be the state. Yeah. Joe, this is the best state to raise a child, according to Governor Walls. Really? That's what he said. Really? Well, yeah. if the kid can stay alive, it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else is great? In this state, how charitable we are. We're very charitable. And I want to tell you about Minnesota Masonic Charities uh, online at mnmasoniccharities.org. Uh, some time ago, we told you about the Minnesota Masonic Charities Scholarship Program is one of the largest private scholarship granting organizations in the state of Minnesota. Minnesota Masonic Charities is proud to support the young people of Minnesota. How are they doing that? I'll tell you how. This year, they launched a brand new scholarship program that's unlike anything I've ever seen. They call it the Selfless Scholar. The way the scholarship program works is instead of inviting students to apply for a scholarship based on their achievements, This scholarship encourages young people to look beyond themselves, recognize the kindness and selflessness of their fellow students. It's really neat. And after receiving hundreds of wonderful stories, MMC has finalized the recipients for 2023. Over the course of the next several weeks, I'll be sharing some of those stories with you, our Garage Logic listeners. Now, one other cool thing about this scholarship is the 
15 $5,000 scholarships are split between the nominator and the nominee, thereby awarding both the person who took the time to write the story and the person whose story got the attention of a peer. I'm looking forward to bringing you some of those wonderful stories. Stick around for those. Meanwhile, go online to mnmasoniccharities.org if you'd like to learn more. That's mnmasoniccharities.org. They're a fantastic operation. And when you talk to them, let them know you heard it on the Garage Logic podcast. Yeah, I saw this. A lot of people want to blame the car for the theft. Where's the car? A lot of car in the area. Where, I was thinking about that yesterday. The car? A lot of car in the area. Let's go to Boomer. That Boomer. Boomer. Boom, boom, Jeffrey. Traffic on. report. Did you guys see the video of the guy that jumped off the crosstone? The uh, Best Buy thief or whatever? No. How did he not die? Was he in a stolen Korean car? I don't I don't know. What I didn't see it. What broke his fall? The pavement. <laughs> Ouch. He survived? I Apparently. Because they called a medic. Called on a medic. Hmm. Joe, would you like me to send you these pages of contributions? Or do you have uh, yeah, I would. Thank you. John, what, what should I send them to? GLJoe at garagelogic.com. Okay. All right, Chris, I will right after I send you these. Thank you. No, thank you. Really? No, You're thank right. you. Yeah. No, thank you. No, you say no, thank you. No, thank you. What's Jeff doing? Jeff is singing. So what happened with the movie? I don't know. Not sure. You know what I'm saying? I had I don't know if I sent this to you guys, but I was at 30 bales this weekend uh my folks came up and wanted to go up for a lupper that new patio he's got is going to be really cool there across the street from hopkins performing center hopkins crossroads i just like that setup there i think that worked great and it's kind of centrally located for people but what do i know Central location. What was this? I want smoked meat. Hey, Excuse now. me? Looks <laughs> <laughs> well, I put in Pat W as my search, and I forgot Pat wants smoked meat. I want smoked meat. Yes, sir. I don't take those Timberwolves as seriously as I can throw them. That whole league is just. Well, the one nice thing is, you know, they bitch about every single non-call. That's always fun to watch on television. Didn't Denver have the guts to just say the hell with this? Let's just finish it. They tried to. They went to overtime. <clears throat> uh, what do we got left for ads? I'll tell you, Joe. I'm done. Um, I'm done. Oh, wait, that's Monday Night Sports. Sorry. 
Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Yes. I don't like old tires. Well, it was worse than that. He he <laughs> he didn't know tires had played a significant role in the actual performance of the car. I don't know, whatever's on. What? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. He, I bouncy. never thought about tires it was before. Bouncy, the car right? was bouncy. Your tires. The car was bouncy. Oh, no. Now she's smooth. Oh, now like you had new tires. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we knew. We ready? Listo? Casa listo? Almost ready? See? Kenny got one? Is that it then? Let's go. Are you ready, Joe? Yeah. What did he say? I hear the mayor's impatient. I'm not. <laughs> well, I am. Ken, you ready? Uh, what am I doing here? DK Mags, please. Yeah. All right. Gentlemen, I'm rolling. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Souchere. Yeah, the sun came up today, just like it did in 1999 when DK Mags threw open the doors for the first time. And uh, 10 a.m. every day since then, 10 a.m. Let's go. Happens every day. Uh, inside, within the walls of DK Mags. You'll find a wide selection of all sorts of firearms, including pistols, revolvers, shotguns, rifles. You'll also find ammo, magazines, parts, accessories, and gunsmithing. It's a full-service gun shop serving the entire Twin Cities metro area and beyond. And they do that with a fantastic website, dkmags.com. Special orders? Absolutely. They did a special order for me years ago, and boy, did that go smooth. Uh, they'll be glad to help you find the exact firearm or accessory you've been looking for. They'll also buy your old unwanted firearms from single items all the way up to large estates. They do consignment and auction service. It's a wonderful, wonderful place. A great staff, wide selection, and fair prices. DK Mags, Old 8 in New Brighton, and on the web, dkmags.com. Time Magazine, which used to be a real magazine, mm -hmm. Uh, had an, has an editorial saying that Earth Day should be a religious holiday. No. What? Which, well, that's inevitable. We've often likened the similarities between Earth Day or Earth worship and real worship. Time magazine has seen fit to publish an opinion piece urging religious observance for the planet and its self-appointed watchkeepers under the headline, The Case for Making Earth Day a Religious Holiday. On this 53rd Earth Day, which was Saturday, we Earth thought it Day. was useful to pose what a real Earth Day should represent and how it could form a, a central time for a new approach to worship. Uh, the plea for reverence was based on their assumption that nobody really cares anymore because Earth Day, to their mind, has been a success. A success of what? That every day is Earth Day, and we don't really need it one day to celebrate it, uh, even though they're calling for it to be holidized. Yes, holidized. holidized. It is holidized. It is on down under. It's going to be holidized. Are we proposing a whole new religion? We're not quite sure. Maybe an old one. The core of all religious feeling is the sense that we are part of something much larger in space and deeper in time 
than ourselves. The world is certainly that. At any rate, we do know that spiritual inquiry, just like scientific inquiry, is not static. Likewise, a whole new continent of scientific knowledge has been revealed to us since America's first and second religious great awakenings. It seems perfectly reasonable and spiritual to us that in a great then in a new great awakening, this new knowledge continent be incorporated into a progressive wisdom of life, death, and universe. They further argue that the planet needs our praise and our reference because we must make nature central to our belief system with Earth Day or any number of Earth-focused ceremonial days serving as regular reminders of what we owe our home planet. Well, in other words, they're advocating for paganism. Um, it kind of sounds like what the Native Americans believed. and uh, the I'll take the Native Americans. And, I ain't uh, taking time. And the uh, Democrats it, in charge did everything it, they could to kill yeah. off the Native Americans. If, if I may, again, here I am defending the media again. Oh, it's actually an, it's an opinion piece by guests. It's not time itself. So it'd be like. Yeah, but time me, ran it. Time offered the space. Well, that'd be like me picking on the Pioneer Press because of one of your columns. So. I think you've done that it's before, an, John. It's no, but, the, but the Pioneer Press would have to give would you, you space to do that. Yes, Just kiss and get over with oh, it. Well, it's been, always wrong. It's he's been the wrong. whole show with he's you been two. Wrong twice so Just far. make out with he's him once. Twice. Give him a kiss. <laughs> you you know, like the yeah, well, that's just like you your opinion, it. man. You know, as a, a member of corporate America, I'm on board. Religious holiday designation. I'm on board. Let's go here. Bring him. Climate change is the last priority for Americans and has dropped as an issue that must be dealt with immediately, according to a CBS poll released 12 months ago. The poll found climate change was last on the list of most important priorities you know in America. We need more holidays on a Friday. I agree yeah. completely. And then follow it up with a Monday holiday. Yeah. The economy, inflation, crime, Ukraine, immigration all precede climate change in uh, order of importance. So uh, you can put this climate change thing in your pipe and smoke it. We could do weed day on a Friday yep. and Earth Day on a Monday. Love it. That would be perfect. Uh, I'll hell with them. I uh, mean, uh, climate change is, is not a religion. But Pete Buttigieg said that's what we have to blame. I know, Pete. Uh, okay. Pete's great. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Umpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans at WorldWideWaftage.com. On this day. Joe, today is April 24th, two days after Earth Day. In 1846, <laughs> Seth Eastman became the commander at Fort Snelling for the third time. Huh. But he only held the post until May 14th. Term limits. Mm-hmm. Huh. On this day, <laughs> April 24th, in 1914, in a scene reminiscent of a biblical plague, thousands of frogs overran <laughs> Melrose, Minnesota. The Melrose Beacon explained that the frogs' annual migratory pattern ran through town. The Melrose wow. Beacon. Yeah. Frogs migrate? Shut up. Do they go south? No. I thought they buried no. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, under the grain doors, like Royce. Well, says. they would have said climate change, but that hadn't been invented in 1914. Waiting for the golfer to come and by. And finally, bullfrog. 
Whoop, that's the wrong sound bite. <laughs> wow. And finally, uh, on ni- in 1956, on April 24th, on this day, what happened in sports? What year? 1956. Something Usually, you get the sports ones right. Something with the Millers? Yes. Willie Mays. No. Willie Mays. Ted Hayes. Williams. No. Doesn't have anything to do Don with Don Zimmer. Doesn't have anything to do George with a player. George Mikan. Has Don nothing Lennon. to do with a player. With the Harmon Killebrew. Did the facility, the did they tear it down? Did they build it? The Millers, on Nicollet. the Millers played their first game at Metropolitan Stadium, defeating the Wichita Braves 5-3. Five to, five to huh. mm. What? On this day. Today's April 20th. In 1956. So, wait, Metropolitan Stadium was already built before the Twins arrived in 61? Yes. Well, it was go. built in the hopes of attracting a major <laughs> league team. There you go. Oh, my God, how could you not know that? I, I didn't read the book. It's, not a, it, it, it's barely a pamphlet. The ballpark book. There once there's a nutty ballpark where crazy shit happened <laughs> out there in them cornfields. Hey, we're live on the town council and and the show and the show. Ah, that's okay. I, I 1956, we April 24th. I want to know what day that was. Oh my God! Just wrap this up. I got you. 1956 calendar. 1956 calendar. What was April 24th? Because you know what? You're talking festive right there. That was a Tuesday, Joe. A Tuesday. Tuesday. Jeez. There were many former uh, major leaguers or people who would go on to become major leaguers in that game, including Bob Euchre. Oh, really? He was with Wichita. Yeah. Why don't you save this for Monday Night Sports Talk? Thank you, GLers. <laughs> I'm getting the word to. In 56, the Ferme La Bouche. Ferme La Bouche, that's close your mouth. Ferme La Gauche, that's shut up. All right. Ferme La Bouche. No, Ferme La Gauche. Ferme La Gauche. We're clear. And. GLers, listen to the rook here. Listen to the rook because. Uh, if you have not already subscribed to Garage Logic on YouTube, there are a lot of people that have found what a gem it is. There's a lot of stuff that goes on and gets posted there. Subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube. Also, Pod MN on your smartphone. That's a great way to learn of brand new podcasts that may or may not interest you. I'm not sure which. You got to go check it out yourself. And remember to go to garagelogic.com. Sign up for the Garage Logic Town Council for $10 a month or $100 for the year. And you will be rewarded with a $10 Fred Loney's Home and Garden Store gift card. Ten bucks. That's wonderful. Plus, when you're on the town council, you'll get insider information. You'll get uh, town council audio. You'll get video. You'll get it all. Just go to garagelogic.com. Why was Kenny in town? I don't think it's any of our business. Apparently not. Apparently you're right. Thank you, Johnny. You get him? Yep. Yeah, I got him. He'll probably get it. See, on Mondays, on Mondays, what you need to know is you got to be here on time because he's looking to start yeah, all that's the fine. time. 
Well, today you set a new record. You must have had an efficiency meeting. Uh, I did not have. I had a uh, ten thirty. It was uh, airport contracts meeting with the owners. So I the owners of the airlines? Of, no, the owners of Innovative Handling Solutions. So I can't really say. I got to bolt early. <laughs> yeah, I'll see. You. I got another gig. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I am ready for you. That really sounded creepy. It was by design. Kim Potter finally released from jail. Without bail. Released from jail. Yes. North Minneapolis business owners don't want light rail doing them any favors. See you, Johnny Cake. See you, Rookster. I am leaving there, my man. I got to go back. I'm fired up. I've broken down the failure of that hockey team. Ooh. Anything else? Says Johnny. Uh, Earth Day should be a national religion, according to time. Religious uh, observance, according to Time Magazine. A religion. Um, By the way, Zer came yesterday. There was some jackass outside with a big loudspeaker screaming about Jesus. Yeah. Does he play? Goes. <laughs> He's at every Vikings game too. Yeah. Why do we do that? Why do we yeah. Go? Well, wait till you get the call to prayer five yeah, times a day. You're going to. You're going to the same place the rest of us are, buddy. Patrick. Nowhere. <clears throat> Patrick, I was attending a Vikings game a couple of years ago where that guy was standing on the corner. Beautiful, nice September day. And some guy walked by him and said, Guess what, buddy? I just turned off this morning. <laughs> I laughed so damn hard when he did that. He had about, you know, 18 Bud Lights in him. Oh, God, was that funny. I got to make my run, Patrick. I need a condom. A what? You mean an adapter? No, there's two. There's a small headphone jack in addition oh, to the big oh, one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Bye, Johnny. Johnny's gone too. Johnny left me too. I got to go back. I got to work on billing and payroll. Yep. No, not today. What about Thomas? Thomas is still working for the bus company. Yo, Matt, you I want to borrow your Thomas, truck. You got to alert Thomas to your new airline, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> you can identify it when they sneak in a one of those undercover bosses. You don't know that. Yeah, I know you undercover boss. <laughs> Thomas, I'm not undercover. I know you are. You look like one. And you say Thomas's wife is like smart. Right? She's a she is an HR for the state. That's her really? full-time job. And then she's a part-time supervisor in the morning. Gets it and is great and wonderful and just <laughs> shakes her head. She just shakes her head. Just goes, Geez, I can't believe this guy. <laughs> hey, what about when he, didn't he, oh, yeah, I know you voted for Trump. Yeah, he, go, he called me out as a Trumper like right <laughs> off the first. And I just, I, just, oh, I knew it. I knew you were a Trumper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just the biggest character. And he just falls for stuff. Like if he finds it and he thinks it's a good deal, he'll buy it, even though it won't fit into the house. 
like the refrigerator. I got to drag got it through the mud. Refrigerator. You had to take the door frame off because. <laughs> oh, he just Sounds like me trying to. He likes his recliner. Not quite yet, no, but we're getting there. We're getting there. And under my breath, that popped. Yeah. Oh, shit. I went to all three games yesterday.